namely that antidepressants often do not do what they promise and are in fact causing harm to many. Uh, Dr. Steve Hoetze is suing over Obamacare's employer mandate. It's time for a wellness revolution. wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hoetze Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hoetze. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us today at Dr. Hoetze's Wellness Revolution. This is Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hoetze who's the founder of the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. If you have any questions for Dr. Hotsey, you can call us at 713-212-5950. That's 713-212-5950. And also, we are on Facebook live. So you can go to Facebook, type in Hotsey Health. That's H-O-T-Z-E, Health, Hotsey Health. And you can engage with us on Facebook. Always get a lot of good questions and engagement there. So please check us out there. And then, of course, we have our podcasts. So you can go to HotseyPodcast.com. That's H-O-T-Z-E, Podcast.com. And you can download all of our radio programs and listen to them any time of day or night. And now we have Dr. Stephen Hotze. Thanks so much, Stacy, and thank each one of you for joining us today on Wellness Revolution, where we're encouraging each one of you listeners to do a 180 and take charge of your health. Nobody's going to be more interested in your health than you. You can't depend upon anybody else to take charge of your health other than yourself. So if you wonder why you're not feeling well, you've seen numerous physicians, and you're still not feeling well, you got to look in the mirror and look at the person who's responsible, and that's you. You're responsible for your health. And today we're going to discuss a very interesting topic, the development of thyroid disorders and the way physicians back in the 19th century discovered what we now call today hypothyroidism. Hypo means low, thyroidism means low thyroid condition. Now the thyroid gland of course is located in the neck and it produces, we know now, thyroid hormone. But back in the 19th century, this hormones were unheard of. Now medical uh, the medical medicine was progressing at a very rapid rate at the close of the 19th century. This is back in the 1800s. In the late, late 1800s, a society was formed in London called the Clinical Society of London. And it was, it was formed by a group of physicians who wanted to advance medicine and to, and to find reasons and causes for people's illnesses and try to discover the underlying cause so they could treat it more effectively rather than treating it just symptomatically. So they were ahead of their time. Well, they were in their time. It was just the slow evolution and progress of knowledge. So people wanted to gain more knowledge. So there was a group of progressive physicians who wanted to advance medicine. And there was a condition that was found in individuals throughout the United Kingdom, in England and in Scotland and in Ireland, were, were people who had been healthy, particularly women, this affected women about six times as more commonly as men, would suddenly, w- women who had been healthy, who had had children, who had been bright and developed emotionally and mentally and done well, all of a sudden 
they begin to, began to experience health issues in midlife, in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. And some of these women went on to dying when they did autopsies on the women. Uh, they found in studying the thyroid gland that it was all scarred and fibrotic and, and had atrophied. So they knew there was some reason that these women had this problem that was related to the gland in the neck. They had no idea what the thyroid gland did. They presumed it maybe affected the nervous system in some way, but they had no idea of hormones. Hormones hadn't been discovered. The molecular structure of it hadn't been discovered. And these women took on symptoms of, of uh, individuals who had cretinism. Now, you've heard the word cretin. You know, he's a cretin. Well, that means he's stupid or he doesn't think well, and, you know, he's just a cretin. Well, but in those days, cretin referred to individuals who were born who didn't develop well. They had big heads, they had puffy skin, and they never were able to develop emotionally or mentally. And most of them had enlarged thyroid glands, which is called a goiter. This problem was very prominent in Switzerland and in Germany and in Austria. And when people developed goiters, these goiters continued to enlarge, the surgeons of those days would remove the thyroid gland, which unfortunately led to the demise of the patient within one to two years. And they would develop all the signs and symptoms of cretinism and, and additional clinical symptoms. The patients who had, who these doctors in the Clinical Society of London were, were uh, evaluating had symptoms of fatigue, they had difficulty with weight, they had cold body temperatures, they couldn't think clearly, they had mood swings, they had depression, they had a regular, these are the women now. Remember, this afflicted, uh, the affliction was seen in women six times as commonly as men. And they would have irregular menstrual cycles. They would have joint muscle pains. They'd have irregular bowel functions. They had recurring chronic infections. And over time, these individuals would die. And as I mentioned earlier, when they did an autopsy on these individuals, they found that their thyroid glands were scarred down in atrophy. That means they become much smaller than you saw in a, in, a, in a normal individual when they died. They also found in the skin of these individuals mucin, which is, think of it as just increased fat within the tissue. It's a mucinous type material that was, uh, that was in their skin that wasn't in normal people's skin. So this disorder was was uh, discussed <clears throat> by the Clinical Society of London, and they asked for people to send histories of individuals who had had this problem and had died, send their case history to the Clinical Society of London, and they formed a committee to study the cause of this problem. And... In 19, I'm sorry, 1888, Dr. William Ord, who was the uh, 
chairman of the society or the president of the society held, convened a meeting where they gave their final um, evaluation of what was causing this. And they caused this disorder, myxedema. And mix refers to the mucin that was found in the tissue and in the skins of these women. It was called myxedema. They didn't know exactly what caused the problem, but they knew in some way it was related to the thyroid gland. And when we come back, we're going we're gonna to discuss what remedies they began to use and how they began to evaluate patients to determine whether or not they had this new disorder called myxedema, which, is, which now is known as hypothyroidism. Thank you, Dr. Hosey. And if any of you out there are feeling sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you can give us a call today at 281-698-8698 for a complimentary consultation. That's 281-698-8698. You are listening to Dr. Hosey's Wellness Revolution. Please stay tuned. Dr. Hosey's Wellness Revolution, your daily dose of radio reality. That's right. And if you want to do a 180 and take charge of your health, then give us a call today at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. We'd love to give you a complimentary copy of Dr. Hoodsey's best-selling book, Hormones, Health, and Happiness, and also a copy of his latest book, Do a 180. Here's Dr. Hoodsey. Thank you so very much, Stacey, and thank each one of you for joining us today on Wellness Revolution. I want to encourage you to take charge of your health and do a 180. Somebody's got to do it, and nobody's better capable of doing it than you are. We're talking today about the history and the discovery, the discovery and the history behind thyroid disorder, known as myxedema initially, and we know it today as hypothyroidism or a low thyroid condition. Remember, the thyroid gland, which is located in the neck, shaped like a butterfly right in front of your so-called Adam's apple or your trachea, uh, produces hormones. We know today that those hormones are assimilated into the cells and that they activate the power plant within your cell, which is known as the mitochondria. It activates the power plant, enabling the power plant to produce the necessary electrical energy that enables your cells to carry out all the biochemical processes that enable the organs to function well. So if you produce good levels of energy, you're going to have a higher metabolism and you're going to feel healthy and you're going to feel well. And you're going to be healthy and well. If you don't get enough thyroid hormone into your cell, no matter how much you have in your blood, then your power plants don't produce enough energy and you're going to run sluggish. Your metabolism is going to be low and it's going to correspondingly be manifested by clinical symptoms, not blood, but not, not blood levels, but clinical symptoms. And the symptoms are the same symptoms that the clinical society of London found in its report in 1888 when they studied individuals who had what they called cretinism and subsequently called myxedema. These were, these were primarily women. The, the cases that were reported to the society, and they studied 109 cases, 
it was six to one women over men. And what these women's clinical symptoms were, were low energy, difficulty with weight, cold body temperature, inability to focus and think clearly. Emotionally, uh, they were not stable. They were depressed. They had mood swings. They couldn't sleep. They had joint muscle aches and pains. They had uh, irregular bowel function. They tended to become sick easily with infections. They had puffy skin. Their hair fell out. All the signs and symptoms I see in many of the women that come to the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. And they looked at this disorder, and they tried to determine what was causing it, and they came to the conclusion that it was caused by a poor functioning thyroid gland because based upon the pathological studies after the the individuals or the patients had died, when they did an autopsy, they studied under a microscope their thyroid glands and found that their thyroid glands were all atrophied. They had shrunk and that they were all scarred down. So they knew something was going on in the thyroid gland, but they had no idea really what the thyroid did. They thought maybe it contained some kind of material that stimulates the nervous function of the body. So in in 1888, Dr. Ord and the Clinical Society of London, a group of physicians that were progressive looking into the causes of people's health problems, termed this disorder myxedema. Now, myxedema comes from the term mix, uh, and edema is swelling. So it was a mucinous, it was a gelatinous uh, buildup of of uh, mucinous material in the skin. And when they cut the skin, it had this mucinous material they found in all these individuals. So the question is, was at the time, what do we do to treat these people? Well, maybe we could give them stimulants. And they had various stimulants they used back there with little or no result. Now, some scientists at that time evaluated animals. And they would take small animals like rabbits and they would remove their thyroid gland. And they found that the rabbits in whom they had removed the thyroid gland developed the same symptoms that these women had when they came in. They became sluggish, low energy. uh, They gained weight. They didn't seem to be able to move about. Their bowel functions weren't normal. They just deteriorated, their hair fell out, they had low body temperature, and they died without the thyroid gland. So they knew that the thyroid gland, whatever it produced, was important to life. Well, there was a physician by the name of Dr. Richard Murray, who about five years, four years after the study, began to take sheep thyroid glands mix them up, and would then inject them into patients that had these symptoms. And then, and he was considered a quack by the doctors <laughs> back then, but his patients got well. In fact, the first patient he treated was 46 years old, and she lived to be 74 years old and died in 1921. This was termed organotherapy, organs. They took the thyroid gland of sheep, and they ground it up, and they would inject it. Now, this was a 
not an easy process, and some physicians adopted Dr. Murray's uh, protocol, and they went further. They would dry the gland of the sheep, and so it's desiccated, which means dried, and they would give incremental doses to the patients that had these symptoms of myxedema or hypothyroidism. And lo and behold, the patients got well. Their symptoms resolved. They got their energy back. They were able, their metabolism went up. They lost weight. They began to think clearly emotionally. They were stable. Their joint muscle pains went away. They got good bowel function. They didn't have recurrent chronic infections. Their menstrual irregularities resolved. They did well. And so over time, many physicians adopted the use of desiccated thyroid and in America, and really across the world, they began to use dried pig thyroid. We know now the thyroid gland from the pig contains exactly the same thyroid hormones that a human makes. And in the thyroid gland, you make two hormones made primarily. One is called the um, T4, which is the thyroid hormone that contains four iodine molecules, and that's produced 80, 85% of all the thyroid hormone is T4. We know now that T4 is the pro-hormone. It has to be converted to T3. One of the iodine atoms has to be removed to make it an active thyroid hormone. That occurs primarily within the cells. There's an enzyme called deiodinase, which, is, which takes one of the atoms off the thyroid hormone and makes it into T3, which is the active thyroid hormone. And it's the active thyroid hormone that enters the power plant in the cell, the mitochondria, and activates that mitochondria, that power plant, and enables it to produce energy. So if you don't get enough active thyroid hormone into your power plants in your cells, you're going to have low energy production. And we know that people that have low energy production have low metabolism and they have all these symptoms. They have the fatigue. They're tired all the time. They don't think clearly. They oftentimes have difficulty with weight. Although, paradoxically, some people with low thyroid fail to thrive and they can't gain weight. In fact, they lose weight. And we've had numerous uh, guests like that. They look thin and trim, but they're low thyroid and you get them. In fact, they're underweight and you give them thyroid and they begin to function well and get back to a normal weight. That's a paradoxical symptom. It doesn't occur commonly. Commonly, people with low thyroid condition tend to gain weight because their metabolism is sluggish. And, and they have the, the other symptoms, of course, besides the fatigue and, and the, uh, Weight gain, they have the low body temperature. Body temperature would be 98.6. Most people with, with hypothyroid or low thyroid condition have a temperature in the 97s, even the 96s. They tend to be cold all the time. I have a guest of ours who came in from Sweden, of all places. And you can go to her website. It's called Hormonel, H-O-R-M-O-N-E-L-L, Hormonel Balance. And... Um, I ought to put her website. Anyway, on that website, she's got pictures of me and all the interviews that I've had with various patients who had the symptoms of low thyroid. She came over about six months ago, and we've
built her up on thyroid, and she told me on the phone just two days ago, or yesterday really, as a matter of fact, that she no longer feels she's been cold all her life. She no mm-hmm. longer feels cold. She's warm. She can't believe it. She fa- she she says it's just unbelievable to me. I feel warm. I'm not cold anymore. That's terrific news. And we're going to talk about what we do to help people overcome their low thyroid condition. Absolutely. And if you are feeling sluggish and fatigued, difficulty losing weight, cold hands, cold feet, some of the symptoms that Dr. Hoodsey was describing, you can always give us a call at 281-698-8698 because it could be a deficiency in your thyroid that just needs to be balanced. Again, the number here is 281-698-8698. You are listening to Dr. Hoodsey's Wellness Revolution. Please stay tuned. Why walk amongst the living sick? (laughs) When you can join a wellness revolution, here's Dr. Hotze. Welcome back to Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. This is Stacey Danton here with Dr. Stephen Hotze. And if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, then know there is a natural way to treat those health symptoms. You can give us a call today at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. Just a reminder that we are live on Facebook. So you can go to Hotze Health, that's H-O-T-Z-E Health, to catch up on the show, as well as downloading our podcasts on HotseyPodcast.com. Here's Dr. Hotsey. Thanks so much, Stacy, and thank each one of you for joining us here today on Facebook Live as well as on the radio. We do have podcasts, and you can go to tell them where they can go to the podcast. Hotsey, that's H-O-T-Z-E, HotseyPodcast.com. Fairly simple. Anyway, I want to encourage you to do that or send this information to your friends who may benefit from it. Uh, I've written a book, by the way, on hypothyroidism entitled hypothyroidism, health, and happiness. I would highly encourage you to get a copy of this book. You can get it on Amazon.com, and I would encourage you to get a copy of the book and read it intensely and see if the symptoms that you have don't match up with the underlying problem, which is hypothyroidism or a low thyroid condition. We mentioned in the program that we're talking about the history of thyroid disorders and how they were discovered back in 1888 by the Clinical Society of London under the leadership of Dr. William Ord and how they researched and studied 109 cases of individuals who had, who ultimately died in their, and these were healthy individuals, six to one women over men who had problems with low energy difficulty with weight, cold body temperature, inability to focus and think clearly, uh, mood problems, depressed moods, joint muscle aches and pain, sluggish bowel function, recurrent infections. They also had menstrual irregularities. They had puffiness. Their hair was falling out. They had enlarged tongues, brittle fingernails. These were symptoms that these patients all had in common. They were trying to discover the underlying cause Ultimately, they determined that it was caused by a thyroid disorder, the thyroid gland. They didn't know what the thyroid gland did. The hormones hadn't been discovered, but they knew there was some way related because when they did autopsies on these individuals, they found that the thyroid glands had shrunk. They had atrophied and they had scar tissue. And this was similar symptoms that developed in patients that had goiters and large thyroid glands. And in those days, particularly... In the countries that had this disorder prominently, which was in Switzerland and in Germany and Austria because of low iodine, that's what was causing it. When the doctors would 
removed the thyroid glands, the patients within a year or two would die of the same symptoms that the the uh, Clinical Society of London was studying in these cases of 109 individuals. At that time, they didn't know what to do. They tried to give them whatever stimulants were were developed at those times, and it didn't work. Patients still died. And then a Dr. Richard Murray back in 1892 uh, decided to give extracts of sheep thyroid injectably into patients that had these symptoms, and his patients got well. Now, when he started doing this, all the physicians said, well, he's a quack. He's giving this as a quackery. We can't do that, you know. But his patients got well, and slowly other doctors began to adopt the method and then figured out you could dry the gland, the thyroid gland from the sheep, and you could give incremental doses, and you could get the same results without having to give injections. And over time, this became the treatment of choice for individuals that had these symptoms. Now, in those days, we didn't have a lot of blood tests. We, we really didn't have blood tests. So when physicians evaluated an individual, a patient, they would listen very carefully to their clinical symptoms. And those physicians that were aware of the symptoms of hypothyroidism would give a clinical trial of dried thyroid gland to the patients to see if it resolved their symptoms. And if it did, it was diagnostic. They had hypothyroidism. And this is the way low thyroid conditions were treated well into the 1950s with desiccated thyroid. And it was all based upon the clinical symptoms that the pa- with, with which the patient presented, which made sense. And they had good, uh, good results using desiccated thyroid based upon clinical symptoms. This is the way we practice here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. And I'll tell you why. In the late 50s, early 60s, blood tests came out to measure a the thyroid-stimulating hormone, which is made in the pituitary gland in the brain, which governs the thyroid. And so doctors began to make that the gold standard rather than the clinical symptoms. Problem with the, studying the TSH, which is elevated to stimulate the thyroid gland when the thyroid gland doesn't produce enough thyroid, the thyroid-stimulating hormone is elevated, which indicates that you have low thyroid. And the laboratories that began to develop the values for this determined that they were going to say the value that was the normal range is wherever 95% of the people fell in the lab value. So you could be at the top of the range or at the bottom of the range, but as long as you were within the range, they called that being normal. So how many of you have had these symptoms which we've discussed of the low energy, difficulty with weight, cold body temperature, brain fog, inability to sleep well, mood changes, irregular menstrual cycles, uh, joint muscle aches and pains, irregular bowel function, recurrent infections, hair loss, puffiness, pale, and large tongue. And you can tell if your tongue's enlarged by sticking out your tongue in front of a mirror, letting it hang. Don't just poke it out, but just let it hang there, relaxed, and see if you have any scalloping on your tongue. That means the tongue's enlarged and it's pushed up against the walls of the teeth or pushed up against the teeth, and that gives the scalloping effect. Brittle fingernails is another thing. How many of you all have had these symptoms and gone to your physician only to have a blood test come back when the physician says, your blood tests are normal? 
And then at that point, the physician has been trained conventionally to begin to treat your various symptoms. And those are with the use of a whole host of pharmaceutical drugs. We're going to, when we come back, we're going to talk about our method of evaluation in treating individuals who have symptoms of hypothyroid when we come back. Thank you, Dr. Hotze. And if you want to find out more information about doing a 180 and taking charge of your health today, then give us a call at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. You are listening to Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. Please stay tuned. Now back to the Wellness Revolution. Here's your host, Dr. Stephen Hotze. Welcome back to Dr. Hosey's Wellness Revolution, where we are on a mission to help you achieve health and wellness naturally. If you want to do a 180 and take charge of your health today, then give us a call at 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-8698. Here's Dr. Hotze. Thanks so much, Stacey, and thank you for joining us on Wellness Revolution. I want to encourage you to take charge of your health. In fact, I want to encourage you to say right now, out loud, I am going to to take charge of my health. Just so say it out loud. I am going to take charge of my health. And then I want to encourage you, if you have a pen and pencil, write down, I am going to take charge of my health. I know that the vast majority of you that I'm speaking with have the symptoms about which we've discussed. I see it all the time here in our at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center among our guests. And I see it when I go to restaurants, when I go to uh, see people at church, whether I go to the barber shop, whether I go out shopping, on the golf course, in the locker room, I see individuals that clinically have the appearance of low thyroid. And I know that this is a condition that afflicts a majority of Americans. And there's some reasons for that. One of the reasons is that we have fluoride in the water and fluoride adversely affects your body's ability to properly metabolize the inactive thyroid hormone T4 to the active thyroid hormone T3. And that's why Americans are about, you know, 80% of Americans are overweight uh, on that order, 75 to 80%, 35% are obese. And this is a change from 1960 when 16% were overweight and 8% were obese. In Europe, 16% of the people are overweight. 8% obese. They don't put fluoride in the water. There's a correlation between fluoride in the water and hypothyroidism. And when you develop hypothyroidism, the inability to properly utilize active thyroid hormone in your cells, you have low energy production, and you get these symptoms we've talked about. The decrease in energy level, the weight problems, the cold sensitivities, cold body temperature, brain fog, inability to focus and think clearly, Mood changes, mood swings, poor sleep, joint muscle aches and pains, irregular bowel functions, menstrual irregularities in women. In fact, women who have infertility very commonly have low thyroid conditions. Um, other problems, hair loss, puffiness, pale, enlarged tongue, brittle fingernails, all these are symptoms. One, some, or all of these symptoms develop over time. And when you go to your physician, the physician is trained now as opposed to the way it was done before 1960, not to listen to your clinical symptoms and make a diagnosis based upon your clinical signs and symptoms, but upon a simple blood test. And the blood test, 95% of the time, is going to come back in the normal range. And that leads the physician to think you don't have a thyroid condition because your blood's normal. And you can. Your blood can have plenty of thyroid in it. 
but you're not making active thyroid within your cells. And the only way to determine that is through a good clinical history. That means the doctor has to take time and listen. So what inevitably happens is the doctor is going to treat, when, when you have these problems, you're going to get some associated problems, obviously. You're going to end up, as you gain weight, get a pre-diabetic syndrome, or you're going to get adult onset diabetes, high blood pressure. You're going to have elevated cholesterol. You're going to have kidney problems. You're going to have uh, degenerative arthritis, Alzheimer's disease, increased incidence of cancer. All these things are associated with low thyroid condition. So what you need to do, what we do here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center, is we treat our patients based upon their clinical signs and their clinical symptoms. We look at the blood work. We also look at blood work that most doctors don't check for, and that's to see if you have antibodies to your thyroid gland, which we find in about 30% of the women that come in, they're making antibodies to their thyroid gland. And even though their thyroid normal hormone may be within the normal range, they still have antibodies to their thyroid, which adversely affect the body's cells' ability to utilize thyroid hormone. So I believe this, that any individual who has the clinical signs and symptoms of low thyroid deserves a therapeutic trial of natural thyroid hormone. Not the synthetic that the doctors give you if your blood tests are out of normal, which only occurs 5% of the time. They'll put you on a synthetic thyroid, which isn't even the active thyroid hormone, and you still have a problem with conversion. So we see people all the time who have been diagnosed and on synthetic thyroid who don't do well. And we simply convert them to the natural, desiccated, natural thyroid, and they flourish. It's fairly simple. I really wish every doctor in the country could read this book, Hypothyroidism, Health, and Happiness. But there, but guess what? The insurance companies don't want you to treat a, a, a patient. So if the doctor works for an insurance company, he can't treat a patient based upon their clinical signs and symptoms because the insurance company won't let him. They determine what he has to do. The doctor now is under the protocol of the insurance company. He can't use his clinical judgment, and he's bound because that's the way he makes his living. So there's that's why it's very difficult for you to get help from a conventional physician to give you a trial of therapeutic thyroid because it's frowned upon, and they can be removed from the insurance panel. And the drug companies sure aren't going to push that because they got all these symptomatic relief for all the symptoms of low thyroid. What do they give you? You know, if you're tired, they give you Adderall or Concerta. They give you some amphetamine to speed you up. They will give you diet pills to help you lose weight. Uh, they'll give you antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication. They'll give you sleep medication. They'll give you anti-inflammatories for your joints. They'll give you medication, the blue pill for your stomach. They'll give all kinds of drugs to put into your body to help treat the symptoms of low thyroid. So they're treating symptoms. They're putting Band-Aids on you, and those drugs all are toxins, and they increase the toxic load on your body, which make you sicker quicker. It's pretty, but the problem is, is there's so much money in it. Americans make up 5% of the world population. We take 40% of the drugs, and yet we're very, very sick people. You know, we're walking wounded. You look at most people, they're not feeling well. You may be sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you see your doctor, and you continue to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. At some point, you've got to say, if I keep doing what I've been doing, I'm not going to get better. I've got to make a change. And that's what we recommend. You find a physician. We can help you here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. I believe that every one of you needs a health coach. You need a physician and a staff of professionals that can coach you onto a path of health and wellness naturally. 
without using pharmaceutical drugs so you enjoy a better quality of life as you age. You ought to be brimming and full of energy uh, as you age. There's no reason in the world if you're 40, 50, or 60, or 70, or even 80 years old that you should be just run down and feeling like a dog, you know, like a sick dog. You ought to have energy, brimming with energy, have uh, enthusiasm, be full of vitality, enjoying life, have good moods, being able to think clearly, being able to exercise without being having tremendous amount of problems with your joints. You ought to have good bowel function. You ought to be free of recurring chronic uh, infections. If you're a young woman, you ought to be able to have uh, your children naturally without having to go through an infer- infertility clinic. These are all things that the thyroid hormone can help with. So rather than treating symptoms, let's find the underlying cause. And if you have the signs and symptoms of low thyroid, I highly recommend that you find a physician that will give you a therapeutic trial of natural desiccated thyroid. But you got to go to a doctor who knows how to do that because many doctors don't know it. If you convince them, they don't give you enough to help you feel better. You've got to incrementally be increased on thyroid hormone until your symptoms resolve. And the good news is there is a natural approach to all of these symptoms. You don't have to be on pharmaceutical drugs for all of those symptoms that Dr. Hodesy discussed. And I do want to remind everybody, we do have a symptom checker. So if you, if any of that resonated with you and you feel like you, you might have symptoms of hypothyroidism, then you can go to our website, hotzehwc.com. That's H-O-T-Z-E-H-W-C.com and take our symptom checker to see if you might have hypothyroidism. And please remember to call us as well, 281-698-8698. That's 281-698-869. Of course, it would be a pleasure to serve you and also to give you complimentary copies of Dr. Hotze's book. So always a pleasure having you join us today here at Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. We are wishing all of you a blessed, prosperous, and terrific day. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.